Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Erin. And we're, and we're keeping, keeping busy. busy. Happy Easter bunnies. Happy Easter bunnies. <laughs> How many eggs did you color? Um, I did a couple and then my kids did a dozen amongst themselves. How about you? None. I did None. zero. Oh, that is sad. I know. Maybe next year she'll have some motor skills and I can give her an egg. Like, I don't even trust her with a hard-boiled egg. Well, I mean, you could still have dipped some eggs and shown her. My daughter actually picked up oh, one dang. that I... Did you not even think of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, you can do things with kids even if they're not active participants. You're just like, hey, sit on this seat and then watch me do stuff and you can ooh and ah at how amazing it is to be an adult yeah wow so um when i was taking out eggs from last year so i have some decorative eggs that are not you know filled with actual egg filling Mm -hmm. um (laughs) some of them are wooden and some of them are styrofoam and some of them are actual eggs that i have blown the insides out of Mm -hmm. um so that I can keep just the eggshell. And I make very tiny holes in the tops and the bottoms, so it's very hard. But anyways, that's not the point. The point is, my daughter, in her infinite wisdom, picked out the one egg that was in there that was an actual eggshell blown out and held it in her tiny, tiny hand, cupped her hand around it and said, Is this a real... (laughs) Oh, no. It was. <laughs> oh, poor thing. You poor thing. Not her. You. <laughs> I know. It's so funny because it brought me back to when I was younger. <laughs> Did you do that? No. My sister used to accidentally Aww. break a lot of my art projects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the good old times. Good old times. <laughs> So you didn't dye any eggs this year. What did you nope. do for Easter? I made a quiche. What made did you do for Easter? What? I made a quiche too. Oh my god, that's so Twinsies. crazy. Twinsies. Twinsies. <laughs> um, so since we announced that we were going to do a quiche, there has been some trash talk <laughs> on the sidelines. Oh, so who? Who would you be accusing of trash talk? I think you know who, so I would like to hear what's so amazing about your quiche. Um, just that it was stinking delish <laughs> and cannot be defeated. Mm. So I will tell you, my I have the quasi recipe right here because I did not follow it exactly, but I got mine from Epicurious. I know you're a fan of Epicurious. I am. Um, so I got mine from Epicurious, and it was called, although I did mine a little different, asparagus and two cheese quiche with hash brown crust. Oh. Seriously? Seriously. Are you serious? Because mine had a hash brown crust, too. No, it did not. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Did it have asparagus? No. Ha. But it had hash browns. Did it have pancetta? I had bacon. Did it have the top covered with delicious melty brie? No. 
No. Mine was a one cheese quiche. Aww. Mine was also one cheese, but that cheese was brie. That's crazy. You're talking madness right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I um I used the Epicurious recipe as the basis. I um cooked the pancetta in the pan first. And I got it all rendered down and crispy mm. and delicious and amazing. I poured off some of the pancetta grease and then used what was left in there to pack down my hash browns and pull them up the side of my, I used my carbon steel pan. So I got a real good um, crunchiness going on the hash brown crust. And, uh, you know, obviously it already tasted like pancetta, which amaze. Mm -hmm. And the um, ingredients for the Epicurious quiche were actually... Um, it's just, it was a really good quiche base. So it has shallots in, in it with uh, mustard powder, half and half, pinch of grated nutmeg, um, some, you know, salt and pepper and whatever. I did not do the tarragon. It says tarragon. I didn't do any tarragon. I'm not a huge fan of tarragon. Um, but then after the hash brown crust started getting all crispy and delicious, I, mixed the pancetta into the quiche base and poured it into the hash brown crust then put the asparagus in a layer over the top kind of decoratively and nicely and then put slices of brie over the entire top of the quiche and then baked it that is crazy i can't even i, don't, I can't even conceive of Brie on this thing. Can you please send me a picture? Yes, I can send you a picture momentarily. I put it somewhere close by. <laughs> I did have a little bit of a hard time photographing it. Yeah. I don't think Keish is very pretty. No, especially since it's just like I. Smush. Yeah, I kind of also didn't uh, I cut it up into slices before I took a picture of it so that didn't help either because I left the asparagus long thinking it would be pretty but then of course because the egg is so soft um, when I went to cut through it the asparagus kind of didn't cut as easily as the egg did and kind of mushed into it did you use frozen hash browns or did you make them from scratch? Neither. I did cheat. I used the uh, the <gasps> fresh ones in the dairy aisle. Oh. Do you have those at your stores? I have not seen that, no. Yeah, so they have them. Um, they're not frozen, so they don't let off as much water, which is good because I totally forgot the step about wringing them dry. <laughs> yeah. I did not. I used frozen ones, and I did not let them fully defrost because uh, I didn't prepare ahead, and I was impatient as usual. No. Uh, and so as it was baking, I kept checking to see it had, if it had turned golden brown, and the edges of the quiche just started to slink down because just like you, I baked the hash brown first. Yeah. And then filled it after, and I was trying to get that nice golden brown. And as it defrosted, the sides that I had stacked up just smushed down into the base. So I didn't have any edges really to the crust, which was sad. Okay, I'm sending you a picture of the crust. 
Excited. And then I shall send you a picture, an overview of it in the skillet. Oh, see, that's a nice crust. How thick was it? Is It was not super thick. I mean, right on the top edge, it's really almost just fringe. But it was mm -hmm. solid enough uh, throughout the bottom and the corners to keep it sturdy and hold together. Oh, wow. I bet it had... Yeah, I could see where it would be difficult to cut the asparagus. Yeah. But I bet it was really pretty before Well, I also it. didn't want to mar my carbon steel pan, so if I had used a knife, <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> I would have had an easier time cutting through <laughs> the asparagus. But as you can see in that second picture, I literally used the spatula to just chop down Smush into it. it. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking afterwards, that was probably not, you know, the nicest way to make it pretty. Okay, and I can I can kind of see the remnants of where the brie melted into everything. Yeah, it totally did melt into everything. It tasted so good and creamy on top, and it gave you that mm -hmm. nice kind of brie, creamy nuttiness. Mm -hmm. um, but also, this was there was a little bit left. Maybe two and a half pieces were left over, and reheating it the next day definitely put heavy-handed more brie on top and was super good <laughs> well that does look delicious and let's see yours i want to see yours um, right 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 okay so i went with um i also did the hash brown crust um, as i said mine was pretty thin and i went with some traditional uh breakfast flavors it was just uh bacon caramelized onion, uh, cheddar cheese. I have to say, I am a big fan of onions in just about everything, but I really liked the mild sweetness that the shallots um, brought to the quiche rather than having that more assertive onion flavor. Ooh, that's a nice looking slice. Yeah, and then I'm going to send you the whole one, which is really, again, it's just like a mash of stuff. Yeah, I tried to take a picture of one slice and I was trying to hold it up in the light with a spatula and then take a picture with the other hand and I, I just kept dropping it. I literally just kept dropping it and I'm like, forget this. So was it delicious? It was really good. I really liked the hash brown crust. Yeah, um, I did too. I got the... It's, it's just common sense. If you're making a breakfast quiche, the only thing you're missing is... The potato product. And honestly, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so much flack for this. But uh -huh. I am not really that big on pie crust. <gasps> I know. I'd rather have either, I don't know, a crumble or a cobbler. or I'm just not that big on pie crust. I've never had a pie crust and thought, man, this is pastry. Like this is this is just the end all be all of pastry. I just don't really think it's that impressive. I don't think it ends up tasting very good. You know, half the time it's soggy and floury tasting, and the the best you can get out of a crust is honestly most of the time just not knowing that it's there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, especially in quiches. I don't think it adds much. No, it really doesn't. So I got my recipe from uh, the cookingjar.com. It's called hash brown breakfast breakfast. Dang it. <laughs> it's called hash brown breakfast quiche. 
just so that before I forget to name it. Um, and I, I did change the, the ingredients. They have uh, a zucchini, mushroom, egg, and cheddar. Obviously, there's egg. I don't know why I said that. Bacon bits and cheddar. Uh, so instead of any vegetables, I went full on breakfast with just the bacon and the caramelized onion. And this only has three eggs. And yours has six, six. eggs. Yeah. Mine came out very short. Well, it was not a tall quiche. Did you put in the volumetric equivalent of what the vegetables would have made up? No, but sometimes I think there's too much egg and quiche and I want more filling. Okay. Is that scandalous to say? I don't think it is, but I definitely, one of the things that I liked about this quiche in particular was the quiche base itself. I've made quiches before and, you know, you've got cream or half and half or milk mixed in there and whatever else. And I found a lot of the quiches that I've made have been rubbery like too eggy and too Mm. rubbery Mm -hmm. and basically no better than an omelet or a frittata which i mean you think with the amount of of dairy that you put into it that it's going to be richer and more decadent and delicious and nine times out of ten i was just like well i could have just made an omelet and (laughs) you know done it in five minutes and called it a day Mm -hmm. but i really really loved the flavor, the texture, and just, I just, I thought this was a really good filling. So what do you think made the difference? Is it the seasonings, the the shallots, I see the, the nutmeg, mustard powder, tarragon? I, or I'm not really was sure, Was it the proportions? Honestly. I mean, I yours mean, is much more egg to, um, to liquid. Yours has half and half, mine has milk. So the the you have a higher ratio of egg to liquid do you think that was it or what is your sense i'm i'm honestly not sure Mm -hmm. uh i mean there were four medium shallots in there and i almost felt like there was a lot they were kind of big shallots the ones that i used and i almost felt like they kind of dissolved into the egg base and so i'm not sure if that's kind of what also added the additional um I don't know I don't want to say it but moistness <laughs> <laughs> you know it breaking up the the egginess in it rather uh-huh. than just being so I also didn't use just standard half and half I actually made half and half from milk and heavy cream oh okay because that's what I had on hand so sure so obviously, from all the trash talk and the way you've spoken about this, quiche, you think this is a winner. I do. I was a big fan of this quiche, and I was even a big fan of this quiche reheated, which usually, when I make That's any kind special. of egg dish, <laughs> I yeah. look at it the next day and I go, no, yeah. I don't know why I saved that. I'm just going to throw it out. <laughs> but I actually looked forward to reheating this and having it again the next day. I thought the pancetta, I mean, the pancetta was all me, but I thought the pancetta <laughs> flavor really went all throughout the quiche and made the whole thing taste savory and delicious, and the texture was right, and the hash brown crust was definitely a win. 
I would, I loved everything about it. And yours? Mine was very tasty. I really like hash browns as a crust. I liked that this had less egg and more filling. But I think uh, you have inspired me to be more creative with my ingredients. So I would use the base of mine and try some other fun stuff. You know, though, I'm looking at yours and I'm wondering if it's also maybe because yours has so much cheese and it's not just spread on the top. It's mixed directly into the egg and milk mixture. Yeah. You know, if mine was yours, but with just my toppings in it, I don't think it would have worked. Because without the without the cheddar cheese, I think you would probably need more eggs to hold it together. Mine has more liquid than yours and half the eggs. But also as much um, cheddar cheese as milk. Yeah, there's a lot of cheese as unnecessary. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even use all that amount because it I put down probably what? about a cup. And it looked like, this seems good. That's silly. <laughs> you never cut the cheese in a recipe. That's just... That's ah, just cut the cheese. <laughs> cut the cheese. <laughs> you got me. I can't wait for grilling season. Can you do quiche on the grill? In one of those, like... Edit that out. <laughs> that was <dumb. laughs> Why would you ever do quiche on a grill? Actually, it could taste, like, smoky and delicious. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. All right, so two wins, but I think you win. I'll give you this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think yours was a win, too. I totally would have eaten yours. It sounds just as delicious. I would have eaten yours. Oh, thanks. Oh, yay. Did you do anything else fun for Easter? Did you make anything else tasty or? No. Um, Do it after the birthday party. I'm. I'm all out of crafty celebratory. <laughs> celebratory yeah, craft. yeah. We had we had a pretty low key Easter. Yeah, um, I have started working on a or I, I picked back up a crochet project um, from this great Etsy store that I'll totally look up. Was it an animal head? Was it a topiary plant? I think I no. I, I showed you a picture. It is a hamburger a hamburger no a ham burger <laughs> are you messing with me no it's an adorable so think of a, a big mac with the two patties and the, so the a in the hamburger middle. which is what i said ham burger oh it's a and bear so the, the I get top it. uh bun i'm gonna send you a link okay i think i sent this to you i think you did it sounds familiar now that I got the burger part. And the, uh, per- the Etsy store has a whole bunch of other silly, wonderful yeah. things. Yeah, so the top bun has a little bear face, and then the middle bread has two little arms, and then the bottom bun has the little legs, and it's an adorable little bear, and his body is like a Big Mac <laughs> double patty thing. Yes. So the, He's got the, the little Etsy sesame st- seeds on the top of his head. He does and- it's very cute and very detailed, and I like it a lot. Um, I started this before I went into full-on birthday prep mode, and uh, now I'm trying to get back into it to finish it up. And so the if you go on Etsy, the store is, or the seller, K-R-A-W-K-A. That's Kraka. 
She has five stars. She sells these patterns for $5.75, and she has a lot of really great patterns. Just check it out if you like to crochet. Um, She's got some good pop culture ones, like, uh, oh, I can't remember. What's the the name of the cat from uh, Kiko's Delivery Service? Mm -hmm. And the cat bus uh, as a tissue dispenser. Yeah. She has... uh, Chocobo from the Final Fantasy world. She has Toothless more well-known things from. Is that hers? Uh, Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, she's got Toothless. Let's see, she's got Deadpool. She's got a few Disney characters. Um, I see some Dora the Explorer characters. She's just got some really nice, well-detailed, easy-to-follow patterns. So check her out if you're looking for a great uh, crochet project. I love the picture of her with the two hands squeezing the top and bottom bun together like she's just about to shove it in her mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really good. It's I really funny. want to make, she's got a great little plushy crocheted alien. Yeah. From, from the movie Alien. And it's just so like cool. Like a face hugger? Uh, no, like the full mama alien. Away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is pretty cool. It's really cool, but I don't know anybody that likes Alien enough to give this to. And is there anyone who likes Alien not enough to give this to? (laughs) I I mean, if you just give this to a random person and say, "I made this from scratch for you," (laughs) yeah, maybe it would have to be like the same, the right kind of person. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so what have you been up to? Um. Well, I have been crocheting a hamper for my son because I decided you know it's a really good way to stash bust doing something that you don't care what it looks like so you can use (laughs) literally any yarn and it doesn't matter so I'm uh, crocheting around a strand of super chunky yarn and I'm using five strands of yarn at the time at a time and they're multicolored strands of yarn so I think there's the general pattern so far has been black, blue, and white yarn. So it kind of just looks dark with flecks of white in it. But I am very quickly running out, which is very exciting. <laughs> so there's going to have to be another color scheme coming into play soon. I have... So what size needle do you have to use for that? Um, it's huge. not really all that big. I don't remember. Like, what's bigger? Smaller? I, I think... I feel like saying an H, but I'm not sure if that's big or small. I can't remember. I think that's fairly medium. I was thinking... Oh, wait, no. That's a big one. I don't know. What's bigger, H or K? The higher letter is bigger. K is bigger. Okay, then it might be a K. I don't remember. It's thinner than my pinky finger. How fat's your pinky finger? (laughs) You know, pinky finger size. I don't know. <laughs> okay. um, sure. But that is not the only thing I've been working on <gasps> because I am working on my son's birthday party as well. Mm. And he's going to be having a Star Wars theme. I was really super bummed out, I have to say, because uh, I pitched the idea to him of having maybe a Star Wars themed birthday party uh, because he is a fan of the movies and he likes to read the books and 
So he was excited about it. But the thing was, I thought, you know what? Your birthday is on the 30th. So we could go before your birthday and have it on the 27th, or we could go after your birthday. And what's the Saturday after his birthday, Aaron? Is it May the 4th? It's freaking May the 4th. Oh, shoot. But oh, get- that's what we should have done for the next recipe. Damn. But, but, his dad's going to be on a business trip. Aww. Boo, business trips. Boo. So we had to nix the May the 4th. And have it on the 27th. But it's still going to be a May the 4th birthday. It's just going to be a week early. So I've been working on some Star Wars-y type things. Um, I've got some crafty things together so that kids can make their own uh, pool noodle lightsabers. Oh, fun. I have gotten a bunch of white balloons, which I am going to stick on printed stormtrooper faces on and tie them to weights so the kids can whack at them with their invented lightsabers oh that's cute i got an inflatable beach ball that looks like the death star and i got one of those (laughs) (laughs) one of those play parachutes and i'm going to make them stand around the parachute and try to launch the death star into orbit Oh, that's fun i got some silicone molds so that i could do chocolate R2-D2s, Darth Vader heads, and Stormtrooper heads. (laughs) I colored a bunch of white gift bags to look like Stormtrooper faces. And I 3D printed some Rebel Alliance uh, symbols to put on pendant necklaces. So that's oh, been that my little amazing. It's it's not as intense as your birthday party. It's not as labor intense, but I've know. learned that sounds like a lot. <laughs> I've learned through many birthday parties at this point that I I can't really handle that much. <laughs> <laughs> I overdid that's... it for a Minecraft birthday party and burnt myself out for pretty much forever. <laughs> so... <laughs> but that was an amazing birthday party. Thank you. So that's what I've been up to. Very exciting. Yes. Man, I can't believe we didn't pick a May the 4th thing. I wasn't thinking of it at the time. Yeah. Me neither. Totally forgot. I'm going to have to do something on the side and like bring it into work or something. We'll see. No promises. I found these really cute cupcakes, but the, I mean, it's just, they have marshmallows on the top that look like stormtroopers. Color in with the with food markers. Oh, Okay. Seems nice. Simple. But I mean, yeah. It's not really... In a good way. Yeah. So we didn't pick a May the 4th recipe, but we did already pick a recipe for next time. Mm-hmm. Going with a, a very springy theme, we decided to go... Oh, fudge. I just went... Fudge is not oh. springy. Fudge is like Christmassy. We're not making fudge. We're not making fudge. We've already done that twice. We're going to make mochi. Yay, mochi. Which, uh, Carrie, can you describe what mochi is to someone who is not familiar with it? So mochi is, um, it's termed a rice cake, but when you hear rice cake, you're not going to be thinking of this at all because what it literally is, is just very, uh, sticky, glutinous rice, sweet rice that has been pounded until it is so mushed together that there are no grains anymore. It's just rice moosh Mm -hmm. um but it is 
when it's turned into desserts, you can sweeten it, you can flavor it, you can wrap it around something delicious, and Mm -hmm. it is interesting and chewy and wonderful. Mm -hmm. I like to just kind of squish it between my teeth a little before I bite. Just go a little... Because it squishes so good. It does squish It's such a unique squish. It is a very... It's a little rubbery, but it mm-hmm. gives, it's almost like having a very good gummy bear. There are different kinds of gummy bears. Some of them are more jelly, and some of them are more rubber. And some of them are that perfect blend in between where it's pleasant to eat and also delicious, and that's what mochi is kind of like. Mm-hmm. I find it strikes that right balance between the... Uh, that um that right balance of kind of pushback on your teeth, but also give, um, yeah, right at the last second. So it's not hard to chew. It's soft, but it also has that little bit of resistance to it. Mm-hmm. And springtime is a great time for mochi because in Japan there are tons of um, amazing wagashi that don't happen all year round, but come out for the cherry blossoms uh when the cherry blossoms bloom there's a lot of very festive and beautiful uh, mochi desserts that come out all over the place too so mm-hmm. it's a very fun time for mochi if you're in japan if you're in new england you have to make them yourself <laughs> yeah so if you ever see them uh, sometimes i see them at like a whole foods if you have a whole foods around you you might see mochi um, and if you haven't tried it before, I encourage you to give it a whirl. Just be ready for a very fun squish. I would love very much for mochi to gain the kind of variety and attention that the French macaron has. Yeah. You know, you go to a Whole Foods and they have these beautiful stands of lavender and green tea and chocolate with hazelnut and just variety upon variety of of these little nothing cookies like really there's they're just sugar (laughs) they're just pretty sugar there's not really anything to them and the only mochi they have are the little ones that are wrapped around ice cream and they're so lacking in character and variety that it's sad yeah, you usually can find like vanilla, strawberry, and green tea. Yes. Yeah. And and those are good starter mochi, but there's just such a wide variety of, of things out there that people can, can do with mochi and just crazy creative, wonderful things. The weird thing is, too, is red bean is so popular in mochi and you almost never see it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to make something... We're going to make some. So you found um, a recipe in particular. I don't know if you're going to make that one or not, but what are you thinking of? Well, I was, yeah, I found a recipe, which I now have no idea where I actually, let me bring that up. I mean, it's not even really a recipe. I just kind of like saying Ichigo Daifuku. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Ichigo, um, I'm probably not pronouncing it completely right. But is, uh, I think that's the strawberry. And the daifuku is what you call 
um, a mochi dessert because mochi doesn't have to be sweet. Mochi is just the type of rice you're using to make the, the skin on the outside. So you can actually do savory things. You can actually use it to be baked into a more traditional baked good as well. But these, are di these kinds of sweets are called daifuku. So the one that I found, you take a strawberry, you surround it with a sweet red bean paste, and then you put a layer of mochi around that. And um, these things, the, the red bean paste and the mochi, are sort of difficult to physically shape and handle. So I, I don't know how <laughs> successful I will be if I attempt this, but I think, Carrie, you've inspired me to to search around a little bit more before I commit to one. But this was yeah. the first idea I had, I'll say. I am probably going to make a recipe that I have um, already made before with differing degrees of success. Because while I, um, the one and only time I visited Japan uh, was during the cherry blossom season, cause I'm a tourist. And yeah. um, there were these amazing gigantic um wagashi or daifuku i'm not sure the correct technical term for these but it was basically it was almost baseball sized but kind of smooshed like a giant egg and uh -huh. inside of it was what i think was a smooth white bean paste that was sweetened and then also flavored uh with green tea with matcha powder and then the outside, instead of being a completely smooth skin, that was probably either you can reconstitute mochi flour into a mochi skin if you don't have the time and effort to pound your rice into a paste. Oh. <laughs> um, but it wasn't it wasn't smooth like that. It was actually still had partial rice kernels in it. So it was almost like if somebody handmade it from you know, the, the cooked rice, but didn't mash it all the way. And the texture was really, really cool and interesting. It still had that chewy stickiness to it, and it still stuck together, but you still had some of the pieces of rice as well. And then it was rolled, um, the outside was rolled in a sweetened green soybean powder. Oh. So are you going to try and smash your rice from scratch? Yes, I've, I mean, I've done that part before. The hardest part, actually, is finding the green soybean powder because um, I just don't live in an area that has a lot of Asian food, and I believe the green soybean powder is something that's more typically sold in the spring as well. Hmm. So it's kind of... Oh, and I spoke to someone. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I did actually speak to somebody who lives in Japan about these particular um, little goodies, and they are made in the spring, much like the Sakura, Sakura uh, cherry blossom kind of daifuku, because they look like little green birds. What are they, nightingales? Some kind of little green bird that comes back to Japan in the spring. Well... If you have any ideas for some good spring mochi recipes, you can send them to keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com and check out our Facebook page to see pictures of our quiche and links to the recipes that we used. 
just search for Keeping Busy Podcast uh, at Facebook. You'll find us. And um, if you enjoyed our show, please uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever you use and leave us a review because it helps us get our name out there. And did you say look at our Facebook page? I did. Look at our Facebook page. I promise I'll post some pictures. <laughs> and until next well, time, what are you doing? Be... What, will I, what will I be doing? I'll be... Keeping busy. Keeping busy. Keepin busy.